Welcome to Power Suits and Pillow Talk, where professional success meets personal liberation. I'm Jen Koken, and alongside me is the extraordinary Lori Handlers. In each episode, we journey into the duality of modern women who want to conquer corporate barriers by day and dispel bedroom myths by night. We celebrate these powerhouse women, the ones who are redefining success professionally and personally. Join us for an exciting exploration into empowerment, breaking boundaries, and unabashedly embracing all facets of womanhood. Well, hello, Lori Handlers. And hi, Jen Koken. Wonderful podcast that we're doing about successful women and the challenges that they face. And as far as we know, we're the only two women talking about how powerfully strong women can stay powerfully and strong at work and come home and be loved upon by their partner and significant other and can be be feminine and embrace their feminine femininity femininity and be juicy. <laughs> So here we are. Right, here we are. And also we talk about women who are looking for a partner. Yeah. How do powerful women find partners? So we're talking about the whole gamut of what it is to be a successful woman and still be a woman. Yeah. We yeah. have an extraordinary guest today for the podcast. I'm so excited about interviewing. This person is uh, has been a mentor for years, years and years, 20 plus years. Somebody who is not only well-known within the sex-positive community, the tantra community, the sacred sexuality community, is now uh, offering courses and workshops and coaching uh, for couples and being extraordinary lovers. Actually has a weekend workshop called Extraordinary Lovers, is doing private coaching, is doing couples rescue, because I was very interested in what does it take to be a fantastic partner and how do you continue to uh, feed that partnership and not assume it's one and done? Do you know who our guest is for today? I think it's me. It's you. <laughs> how awesome. But everything I said was true about who you are and, and how you're yeah. known and how, you know, you had your own sex and happiness podcast for 15 years. You've been in two documentaries or three, three, three yeah. documentaries. You've published three books working on your fourth or four books. No, no. Well, no, I have two. I'm, my second book is about to be published. My first book is a Amazon international bestseller called Sex and Happiness, The Tantric Laws of Intimacy. And I have two other books. Let's call them in the can. I have two other books soon to be ready to do something with. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Very, very exciting. So you are, and this is really why you and I joined forces because we won't go into it here. I am well-known in the leadership community for coaching women executives. You you are very well-known, way more than me, way more famous than me and the Tantra sex positive community. And we were talking one day and sharing our experiences separately working with powerful women in these areas and said, we really want to marry these two and allow women to show up as their full selves. Yes. Yeah. We do. 
That's yeah. what we're committed to. We're definitely committed to that. So. Yeah. 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 So today we're going to talk about my subject. Yes. My, my current subject, my newest subject, which is called Extraordinary Lovers. Oh, by the way, so we have uh, Extraordinary Lovers Relationship Rescue Weekend, very VIP for high profile couples or people who just are not the workshop type. And we also have the three-day weekend called Extra- Experience, Extraordinary Lovers Experience. But we also have a week-long retreat. Well, wait, that- I want to back it up because you're saying things. So there's three offerings. One is a three-day Extraordinary Lovers Experience. And you can come as a single or a couple, or do you need to be a yes. single or yeah, a couple? Yes, and I'll explain that. Yes, I'll explain that. And a retreat, which is seven days. And a retreat, which is, which is seven days. Okay. Yeah, much more spacious, more delicious, more time to like integrate what it is, what the teachings are and work some things out with the partner over the next couple of days or so. So the retreat is longer. And then we have a mini retreat for let's say a single couple or two or three couples that some high profile people like can't, they just can't go to a workshop with other people. No, no. You know, they, they just need their own thing. And so, so that would be couples only. Uh, that wouldn't be involved singles. That could be a throuple, though. That could be somebody who's in an open relationship and there's a threesome or a foursome. Or a tensome if they're in a poly, what's a poly pocket? Yeah, a poly pod. Sure. A poly pod. I said poly yeah. pocket. That's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> and um, and we also offer coaching for Couples, for singles and couples. I mean, we do we we offer extraordinary lovers. We've offered it online, uh, the course online, and we've had we have many many graduates. We have over a hundred graduates who did it online during um, during COVID. Mm. Maybe one hundred and fifty two hundred who did because we just we had just started piloted the course uh, the month or two before COVID hit. Yeah. So, boom, we had to go right online. Okay. And then when you say you offer coaching to couples or singles, do you offer coaching to one person in the couple or is it either the couple together or it's a combo, but it's all around their relationship, their experience, et cetera. Okay. It might be a package of six or eight sessions. And in the six or eight sessions, there could be two that are only towards the husband or two that are only, only towards the wife or whatever, like, however it, however it, it, you know, like it's like reading the audience and figuring out yep. what it is that they need. And so, you, what is it? So, what is it? Well, well, before you say what it is, I have one other question, which is: Are you coaching those that identify as a heterosexual couple? Are you coaching also hetero, flexible, bisexual, pansexual, LGBTQIA couples, same-sex partner couples? Yeah. Okay. Because you said husband and wife, so I wanted to make sure okay. that that people yes, felt included. You. So it's I, any couple. Yes. Okay. Pardon me. No, no. Yes. We've had uh we've had a two women couple, a two women couple uh at our course. We've had um we've actually had a couple of people come to the course to break up. Mm. They broke up in love as opposed to breaking up in hate. Mm. So we had that too. I mean, we're flexible. Okay, cool. All right. So what is, well, first of all, how did you come up with the idea of the whole 
extraordinary lovers suite of offerings. I'll say that. So my partner, Michael, uh, Michael Gibson read my book, sex and happiness, the tantric laws of intimacy. And he saw that I live it. He saw that I didn't just talk about it. I'm actually walking the talk that I wrote about. I do it. I do the practices. I do everything. So he took that on. When he, when we first met seven years ago, he said, I'm reading your book. It's great. He keeps it by his bedside. He underlines it even still today. And he reads it and then he lives by it. And then he said, then we realized that we as a unit were doing things uh, that neither of us had ever done before in relationship. We have special, we create rituals for having sex, making love. We create rituals for clearing things, cleaning up things that have gone amok. Things when someone has misstepped, when someone's out of, uh, out of integrity, when someone said something that the other one didn't like, we had, we created a ritual to clean those things up, which is more than what I had in my book. Like we took the stuff and we enhanced it and we said, Hey, this is working for us. How is this different from what anything you've been in before? Well, he was married for 16 years, so he wasn't in any, a lot of things before. Yeah. And I was never married. So I was in a lot of things before. (laughs) (laughs) And, um, and we realized that things were different between us, everything from communication to in quotes, I'm going to put fighting in quotes because we don't believe in fighting um, to um, to s- telling each other how we wanted to be related to hmm. to giving boundaries in the very beginning to lovemaking so many things. And so we said we should write this down and we started to write it down. And we started to notice what was different. And we started annotating those notices. And then we said, okay, we got something here. We got a different thing here. And then we came up with the notion, extraordinary lovers, because couples are an endangered species. And that became our tagline, couples are an endangered species. Now, couples could extend to, could be any two. So it could be two that are in a poly. It could be two that are two. It could be one wanting to be two. You know, it could be any of those things. And we started, we piloted the first course, as I said, like two months before COVID hit. So it was like 2019. Mm -hmm. And it was a home run right out of the gate. I mean, it was like, boom. And people, people there were astounded. Now, we did some of the regular stuff. We did some of the stuff that I would do in a Tantra class. We did some of the stuff that I might do in ISTA, but we did some new stuff. And people have found that, oops, sorry. People have found that it's completely, that it's sustainable, that, that they learn some things that they never learned somewhere else. Wow. So that's what happened. And it, and it can't, and so he really, he came up with the ideas. He came up with a, the course outline and whatever. And, and this, I would say that I'm the co. He's the lead, which is also cool. Like I, you know, it's rare that I'm not the lead of everything. 
the successful woman who leads everything, you know, like you and me. He's the lead of it. And it's very, it's, it's uh, humbling and wonderful to, to have him lead a course. That's so great. He's really good at it. Mm. He doesn't know how good he is. Doesn't matter if I tell him, like, he, you know, his mirror is warped. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, so it's like that. And what happens is couples come and this is, this is roughly the guidelines. What happens with couples, you may have experienced this. I certainly have over time. If we don't watch it, we start to know something about the other person and know them too well. So they start to talk about something and we roll our eyes at them. Yeah. Like discount them completely, but they don't, sometimes they know we're rolling our eyes. The other thing people do is men used to do is pick up the newspaper. They don't, we don't, people don't get their news like that much anymore, but um, so intolerance, impatience, knowing each other too well, they think is one of the things that, that the course combats. Another thing is people who cannot stop arguing. I know so many people, that's the thing. They're jammed, they argue, and then they have makeup sex. That's ridiculous. But anyway. You said that's their jam, so some people might be addicted to that, to the arguing. And maybe that's the only time they have sex is when they argue and then do makeup sex. So So it's adrenaline, cortisol oxytocin instead of oxytocin calming the adrenaline and the cortisol. So they, yeah. So some people that's the way they have sex and they just argue. They that's the, and I've been, I can tell you, I, I know that one inside and out. I have been there in that one. Oh, we had a great thing today. Great. Let's argue. Let's sit down for dinner, pour a glass of wine, and let's just argue the hell out of the whole thing. Then there's people who either they had a child, and because they had a child, it interrupted their their groove with each other, mm-hmm. like it interrupted their sex life or some children. Um, so they 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 don't know how to recoup who they were for each other before the before the child came. The child interrupts changes everything hormonally and situationally. Mm. And then there's people who have been together for a really long time, like over 25 years, and they don't have it for each other anymore. It's like, it's, they love each other. They're, they could be great friends, but they're not, they don't have any juice. There's no like, baby, I want to, you know, get in your pants or anything. Right. Could we, give a, a, could you give a tip or a tool for each one of these couples, like one nugget for each of these types of people that come to your courses so that people that are listening can benefit? Yeah. Or maybe there's one nugget that applies across the board. Yeah. Well, no. Um, So we'll go backwards. Yeah. Those people who don't have juice for each other anymore, no spark, they need polarity. They need to get into either. It doesn't have to be masculine, feminine. It could be. Those are the two major poles on the planet, you know, like magnets. 
they need attraction. So they need to re-polarize the magnets so that they can go, you know, yeah. and, 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 and attract each other again. And that can be accomplished with many ways. I'm not going to give all the ways, but uh, familiarity absolutely breeds contempt. I think it's Shakespeare that said that, and I, I couldn't agree more. Mm. I used to call it hallway time. You know, like they saw each other in the hallway in the morning and they said, did you sleep good? Yeah, did you sleep good? Good. Bye. Coffee in hand. See ya. Like, that's not a relationship. Right. Right. Okay. Then what I say, okay, people who argue all the time. And so they need to, uh, they need to stop it. Did you remember the old episode of Bob Newhart where the woman, Bob Newhart played a psychologist on TV and the woman comes and she says, but doctor, I can't, uh, I can't stop obsessing over being buried alive, like being locked in a box and buried alive. And, and he says to, he asks her all these questions. She says, I just, I can't stop it. I just can't stop it. What should I do? And he goes, stop it. Or I'm going to bury you alive in a box. (laughs) That's like my favorite thing, you know. Anyway, they have to stop it. Yeah. Something has to interrupt that pattern and they have to learn some new patterns of communication and some new expressions of returning to love. And that's simple. We have some and they need some rituals. So that's simple. We have some definite fixes for that. And then there's the people who had the kids and they're like, having sex was great until I, you know, cleaned up diapers, made lunches, da da da, all the things. And it doesn't matter. It doesn't... <laughs> no, I was just thinking until I saw a baby's head crowning from my wife's vagina. And then I thought, I'm yeah. not doing that, you know. That too. I think Michael says that about uh, about that happening in with one of his kids. He said, what a mistake I made. I should have never gone in there. Yeah. You know, so yeah. Uh, yeah, that that too. So those people need to get a babysitter and have date nights. Those people need to really take charge and have boundaries right away with their children so that your children actually learn boundaries. So everyone gets boundaries. So they need to hire a grandma or a grandpa, or a babysitter, you know, somebody else that's trustworthy and they need to go on dates and they need to reformulate courting or seduction, the things that they did when they first attracted. And Michael and I have a lot of formulas for all this. We really have a lot of interesting formulas for how this should go. And, you know, there's other stuff, but those are some of the main ones that people experience and, um, it's not that difficult. It's very common. It's not that difficult to combat, but no one teaches us this. We learn geometry and algebra. Right. The other one that you talked about was the couple that knows each other that has been oh, together oh. so long that they know each other. And the, and the reason that stuck with me is I have dear friends who have been married forever and the husband made a commitment to uh, his wife, my friend Janine, and he said, I promise never to know you which I, I gave that the bell. You did. I love that. And it's so fun. I love that you gave it the bell because sometimes I say that to people and they're like, Ew, weird. I'm like, no, this, that is a beautiful thing about what it takes to ongoingly identify our assumptions, the assumptions, the automatic assumptions we've made about somebody else 
and continually disrupt that, that is something that takes. That's awesome. So yes, that's what it takes. Interrupting that way of thinking, pointing it out. You know, one cannot do something about it if they have no awareness, but having the awareness that like, I've got you in a box and I relate to you this specific way and this is the way I'm going to relate to you doesn't leave room for anything. It's like I you're pre-guessing who I am before I even like say a word or what have yeah. you. And that does happen. That does happen. And people, you know, where did we learn love? Okay. I blame Walt Disney. Mm. I blame Walt Disney for someday my prince will come, Cinderella. I blame Walt Disney for happy ever after. You know who I blame? Who? Richard Gere, officer and a gentleman, because I always wanted to be <laughs> whisked away and thrown over a man in uniform shoulder. And to this day, I have a thing for men in uniform. I don't even care what kind of uniform it is. <laughs> yes, you do. Yes, you do. <laughs> I mean, you I don't mean like an orange jumpsuit, a, I, a prison I, I, uniform, I was not a prison you. uniform. But even you. my my ex-husband was a, was a uh, flight nurse. So he had a flight uniform. And the first time he came home with that, I was like, huh, <laughs> let me help you get out of that. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, rom-coms and Disney, or for me anyway, I learned what I didn't want to do for my parents who split when I was very young and who never argued, but all of a sudden, bam, they were splitting up and I had, I was clueless and felt caught off guard. So I don't want to repeat that mistake. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So that's it too. We learn from our parents. We're not good role models. We learn from uh, romantic novels. We learn from Hollywood. We learn. I, I learned a lot from rock and roll songs. Mm. Like th- I mean, some of the rock and roll songs that we listen to are sick. Yeah, you know, like, like Sting, uh, the one about I'm um, watching every move you make. Oh yeah. And then uh, Prince, I would die for you. No, I would not. I won't. <laughs> Don't ask me. Yeah. Or, you know, uh, so many things that get said in those songs. And we, you know, we just, it's they spew out of our mouth. But if they spew out of our mouth, you know what that means. It's like by declaration, we have the thoughts. We have the thoughts and it's creating uh, neuronal pathways in our brain, which are are being ingrained over and over again by the same thing. Yeah, exactly. So that's where a lot of the damage comes from. And uh, to the best of my knowledge, I mean, not a lot of people have even thought, I mean, there's couples therapy, but not a lot of people have thought, you know, one, can we interrupt this and keep returning to love? Like, what's the goal? Let's return to love. And let me tell you what our definition is of extraordinary lover. Mm. An extraordinary lover is a person who creates oxytocin in their partner or partners on purpose. Say that again. A person who creates oxytocin, that is the thing that makes us feel love creates oxytocin in their partner or partners or whoever they're relating to on purpose. 
So if I'm arguing with you, I know I'm creating cortisol. I know I'm creating angst, yeah. adrenaline, your yeah. heart, your blood pressure is going up. If I know that and I'm an extraordinary lover, I will interrupt myself and see how I can create oxytocin. Yeah, that's you. beautiful. Mm-hmm. And what I love about that, and um, we could probably do this on another episode because we're almost out of time, but yeah. you know, there is this notion that when you're in partnership, you're 50-50. And when we relate to a partnership from 50-50, everyone's a loser. Nobody wins because I'm only going to meet you halfway. If you meet me halfway, well, what if your halfway is different than my halfway? But if I take on, it's 100% me and zero you. I am in our relationship that I am the source of oxytocin. I am the source of love. I am the source of juiciness. I am the source of eros. I am the source of sensuality. And you do the same. And we have an agreement about that. Everybody wins. So somebody once said, uh, if you want to feel loved, be loving. So what I hear and what you're saying is if you want to experience oxytocin, be the source of it for your partner, for your lovers. Exactly. Exactly. And, and that's really it. Well, one of, I mean, our, one of our great teachers, Warner Earhart said, promise what's missing. Mm. Don't complain about it. Promise what's missing. Mm. So like whatever I might point my finger out at the other person go, well, you should, and you ought to, and you know, I, all these fingers are pointing this way. Only one is going that way. Yeah. Boom. Boom. So I promise what's missing. And I, you know, I can say that in the relating that I'm in, like we, we call it relating because we like to call it a verb. Um, in the relating that I'm in, I've learned a lot. And because of the way it is, I don't get angry. Like, even if there's something really, you know, out, I just calmly sit down and we talk about it. I don't, I don't have this temper anymore. I don't, there's no, I don't see any use for it. We really have, we've really kicked that out. Fighting is, fighting, we say fighting is ordinary. Mm. And another episode we could do about the uh, the um, practice that you created with one of your former partners, yoga boxing, when it comes to working through something like that. But and, and so that's some teasers. I think the other thing I'm hearing and what you're saying is that couples therapy deals with the mind, sex therapy deals with the sex. What I hear, and I may be wrong about what I'm saying, and it may be too blatant of a label because there's lots of different kinds of couples therapists and sex therapists mm. and different uh, modalities. But what I do hear and what you're sharing about extraordinary lovers, you're truly using the practices of Tantra, which is bringing breath, sound, and movement, the embodiment of being an extraordinary lover, the mind of being an extraordinary lover, the connection and the whole piece of it, rather than this, than this, than this, or compartmentalizing it. Yeah, we're not dealing with people's past. Yeah. We're dealing with the present and what they want. Although they there's one part in the week long, there's one part where they're able to they we actually take butcher paper and people lay down and then we trace them and then they put into their body everything that ever happened. Wow. So they can put in, you know, got your ears pierced, got circumcised, got your period, got a pimple. Got your heart broken, broke your leg. You know, all the things 
that have happened on and in the body and in the mind, you can write it all, you can make a whole map. Then everybody looks at your map and validates it. And then we burn them. I love that. Yeah. What a great course. What great offerings. It's fun. It's really, it's fun. And it's very, uh, it's very life-changing. It really is. So singles come, let me just explain this though. Singles come who don't want to make the same mistake Mm. that they made already. So they come and, um, and they get to learn all the things and then they actually, and they get to practice with each other. They get to do some practices solo and they get to actually learn from couples who are there and see, Oh, this is working. This works. Oh, so it makes a big imprint. And the last one we did, we, uh, we had four singles. Interestingly enough, we had two men and two women and they actually hooked up. <laughs> <laughs> but that wasn't, you know, that was extracurricular. We didn't ask them to do that or make them do that. They just did that. Right. Right. So, so great. So great. Yeah. Anything else you want to share about the courses or anything else that's in the field that you want to express before we wrap up? Well, um, we are planning, we have a bunch on the books for 2023. And if they want more information about it, they should just go to my website, lauriehandlers.com and they should click on extraordinary lovers and they'll find a bunch of stuff. They'll find a bunch of resources and we also will soon have an online community of people interested and like we'll have our own community uh, portal that will happen also in the year of 2023. So people can get more info. They could take some online things if they want to get their toes wet. That's great. And then we will um, in the show notes, make sure that, the links, you know, the link to your, I mean, the link to your website, my website is always there, but let's make sure that there's a a link for click here for extraordinary lovers. We'll make sure. And we would love to hear from everybody comments that you have about what we shared questions about what Lori shared about the course, ahas, yeah, buts, what ifs, uh, all those kinds of things. Sure. Well, someone once said to us, I'll give you one quick ear, but someone said, well, what about fair fighting? And Michael and I laughed and we said, fighting is ordinary. Mm. <laughs> so great. That's so great. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much, Jen. What a pleasure to be on my own podcast. Being <laughs> so cool. <laughs> I just thought it was a great idea because you were sharing with me about the course. And I just think it is, I haven't gone yet. I plan to go and it is extraordinary and you're extraordinary and Michael's extraordinary. So Thank I'm just going to find the coolest spot on the planet and then go, you know, um, we, I wanted to reiterate what we said at the beginning, which is, you know, please share. If you're enjoying what you're hearing, please like, and subscribe, uh, iTunes, Spotify, wherever you listen to your podcast, please share this with your friends. As far as we know, we're the only two women on the planet doing a podcast that combines the sexual, sensual, and strong aspects of being a woman. So until next time, this is Laurie Handlers and Jen Koken. We'll see you next time. That's a wrap on another inspiring episode of Power Suits and Pillow Talk. 
We hope that our conversations continue to enlighten and encourage you on your journey of self-discovery and empowerment. Remember, there aren't any limits to what you can achieve, be it in your career or your personal life. I'm Jen Koken, and my amazing co-host is Lori Handlers, reminding you to keep smashing those ceilings and debunking those taboos. Until next time, keep dominating the boardroom and owning and taking up space in the bedroom. Hi, I'm Mark. And I'm Peter. We're the founders of Electrocast Media, bringing you great podcasts like Nightmare Road Stories, Tech Talk Revolution, and Bodacious Minds. Electrocast networks include Ruby for female empowerment, the best business network, and GPN for geopolitics. We built this company to create community and amplify diverse voices, and we really appreciate your support. So, keep listening to Electrocast Podcasts and hear the culture. Electrocast.